Welcome to another episode of Bright Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I am your host, Kelly Morgan. Today, we have another installment of The Writer's Corner. The Writer's Corner are episodes where we showcase those who provide services to authors, such as editors, graphic designers, illustrators, marketers. Today, I have developmental editor, Mary Nolte. Mary tells us about the editing process, why it's important to us as authors, and exactly what types of editing are out there and what's available and what she does and how she can help you develop your story. Welcome to the book club, our newest member, editor, Mary Nolte. Mary, thank you so much for being on the podcast and being the newest member of the book club. How are you? I'm doing okay today. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to talk with you because I'm always interested in those who become editors. Um, I think editing is incredibly difficult. I'm a horrible editor. I especially can't edit my own stuff, right? Yeah. And so I just, when you can find somebody who can edit, I'm always fascinated. Like, how did you know you wanted to be an editor? Did you know you wanted to be an editor? Um, yeah, so I've always been um, very interested in books uh, my entire life. And I am a writer. Um, and I... I have actually have an MFA in fiction, um, and I always really enjoyed the workshop classes. That's why I got the MFA was because I really loved attending workshops and giving people feedback on their work. Um, so I always I always thought that it would be something I would really enjoy. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess I that's kind of how I got into it. Just just enjoying giving feedback and wanting to continue doing that even outside of the academic environment. So what did the path to becoming an editor look like? Is there education involved or the degrees involved? Or is it just you really saying, I really like books. I think I can edit them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it's different for everyone. Um, There is a lot of training you can do. And it does depend on what kind of editing you're doing. So if you're doing like copy editing or proofreading, or if you want to get into the publishing industry at a, um, like if you want to be part of the publishing industry in in like New York City, um, it's going to look very different than what I did for sure. Um, But like I said, I I started off as a writer. I was a writer most of my life. Um, And actually my partner, his uncle, uh, just thought that I was a freelance editor and he had a friend who needed a book edited. And he reached out to my partner and said, hey, doesn't Mary edit books? And my partner was like, um, sure, she could do that. And he told me about it. And I reached out to this woman and I let her know, you know, I, I have a master's degree, but I've never professionally edited a book. I've given a lot of feedback, so this would be new. Um, and I did it for her and I really enjoyed doing it. And she uh, was very happy with my feedback. She was, she was very kind with her comments back to me. And um, yeah, from there, I just decided that I, I wanted to start working with more authors. And that's, that's kind of how I got into it. So. So how did you get started? She was your first one. So from there, what, what did you do? How did you, 
you know, start letting people know, hey, I'm an editor. (laughs) I'm still definitely learning about marketing techniques. (laughs) Marketing is the most difficult part for me. But uh, yeah, I just kind of started, I just let people know that uh, that was something I wanted to do. Um, Like I I I have an English bachelor's degree and then I also got the master's degree. I I feel like I'm talking too much about that. Um, but yeah, so I just have like a lot of friends that are writers already. So I just kind of let all my friends know, Hey, I'm going to start, um, I'm going to start editing and, and just kind of try to spread by word of mouth. Um, also just, uh, posting on social media about editing and, uh, looking at job boards and getting involved with other editors. And I became a member of the editorial freelancers association as well. Um, and they have a lot of really great resources uh, that really helped me get started. Um, they have a lot of booklets that you can purchase and they have um, webinars. They have a lot of free webinars that I've attended, but there's also a lot of courses you can take with them to learn about editing. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at in my journey right now is that I've, I've started and I hope to get more training as I continue to grow as, a, as an editor. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So. <laughs> Let's talk about the editing process and and why it's so important to a writer. And, you know, I've talked to authors who have not had anybody edit their work before. Mm -hmm. And then I've talked to authors that have said it is like the most important thing. And so I know that there's different types of editing, too, as well. So help help us understand the editing process and the different types of editing and why it's important. Yeah, um, so I always say that it's really difficult to edit your own work. Uh, when you're so close to a piece that you've been working on, a manuscript for a really long time, it's really hard for you to see the big picture because you're so zeroed in on all the little details of everything you've put into it. Um, so from a grammar standpoint especially, it can be very difficult to proofread your own work, but but also any kind of developmental editing can be really difficult. So if you're working with plot or working with setting, um, I would say that it, it takes a village to, to put a book out into the world. Uh, you can't really always do it by yourself. I'm sure some people can do it by themselves, but I think most people have a lot of help. So you always want to have somebody read your book and give you some kind of feedback because that, that's really going to help you develop the story more. It gives you another outside opinion um, and just just bringing someone else's perspective into it. I feel like I circled around that question a little. No, you didn't. I mean, I, I get it. I think, you know, as an editor, you are providing feedback. And the edits that you make are just a suggestion. And you're right. When you're an author, you're close to the work. I remember reading something and reading it over and over and not one single error that I could see. Yeah. But the minute that the editor got a hold of it, it had a ton of errors in it that I just, I couldn't see them anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um, I primarily, I do um, developmental editing, which I know that's kind of a jargon term. Um, but basically I, it's just big picture editing. Um, so I'm looking at the structure of the story and the plot. I, I work in fiction. Um, so characterization, setting, plot, um, those are the kind of big picture things I'm looking at. And I know in my own writing, I have a really hard time seeing, like I said, like you have things in your head that you think you've put on the page 
and you haven't put them on the page. So you need somebody else to read the book and say, hey, I don't understand this. And then you, then you realize, oh, I thought I put that in the book, but I didn't. Um, and it's really hard to catch things like that on your own. I know, like I said, I'm sure some, some people are able to do that, but I would say the majority of people could really benefit from getting feedback, whether that's hiring an editor or just having a friend read it and be a better beta reader. Um, I really feel like, like I said, I think it takes more than one person to write a book. I think you need help and I think editing is a really great way to get help. So tell me about the different types of editing and then the type of editing that you provide. Sure. Um, definitely the terms vary a lot from person to person, from industry, different, you know, self-publishing to traditional publishing. But I would say in general, um, you have proofreading, which is just going to be strictly reading for errors in grammar or errors in spelling. Um, and then you have kind of a step up, which, which you might call like maybe copywriting, cop, copy editing, not copywriting. Those are two different things, um, which is going to be more, you know, they're probably going to look more at your sentence structure, um, but they're not going to focus on the story so much. They're more looking at the language. Uh, and then I would say that most people would call what I do developmental editing can also be called substantive editing or a structural edit. And uh, yeah, like I said, that would be looking at the big picture of the story, making sure that the setting is consistent, making sure that the plot makes sense, making sure that the characters are consistent throughout the novel. Um, yeah, just a just big picture, making sure everything makes sense before you get into that more, um, the smaller things like proofreading. So do you do all types of editing or are you just mainly focused on developmental editing? Yeah, I only do developmental editing. Uh, I think that's definitely where my strengths lie. I'm an okay proofreader, but I just, I really love looking at plot and looking at characters and helping a writer work those kind of details out. Like that's, I, I'm more of a big picture person than a focused in kind of person. Uh, so I think that that's definitely where my strengths lie. Uh, but I do offer like two kind of levels of that um, as well in, in editing, but they're both pretty much developmental editing. So explain to me what the two levels are. Yeah, um, so one of them is just a, what I call a full developmental edit, which means that I essentially read every single detail and put comments all throughout the manuscript as I'm reading. Um, and then also I write up um, kind of an editorial letter, which is usually around like 2000 words, uh, just kind of summarizing my thoughts. And um, I, I'd like to add headings in there and say like, here's some issues in the plot or here's what you did really well in the plot. And then do the same thing for like character setting, grammar, etc. cetera. Uh, and then also I offer a follow-up phone call um, with that so that we can kind of talk about the edits I made and talk about any ideas that they have for the book moving forward. Um, and then the other thing that I offer is um, the same thing except I'm not putting as many comments in the manuscript. So it's more focused on that editorial letter and the phone call and I'm not putting as many um, you know, edits or comments in the manuscript itself. It's more focused on getting that uh, detailed letter follow up with the phone call so we can talk more about it. Um, and I do short story edits as well. So I guess that's uh, three different things. But. 
So if somebody wanted to work with you, I mean, is there a certain type of genre? I mean, you said fiction, but fiction's broad, right? Yeah. So yeah. are you open to all types of fiction? Are you, do you find that your strengths lie with maybe like women's fiction or uh, suspense or drama or romance or? Uh, yeah, so I read a few different genres. Uh, my very favorite is probably um, just literary fiction. I really love uh, just literary fiction, just realistic fiction. Um, I also read fantasy, uh, but more low fantasy, not, um, I don't read like huge epic fantasies, but if it's a more, um, like a fantasy that takes place in our world or just a smaller uh, fantasy, I read that and I read YA and also uh, women's fiction, yes. So those are pretty much the genres I focus on. And what is the process of somebody wanted to work with you I would imagine that because you're taking the manuscript and reading it and then trying to help them develop the the story that there has to be a rapport that you and the author have. How do you go about establishing that rapport or deciding if that what they're writing is a fit for your editing style? Yeah, um, I always offer a sample edit and I think that that's really important because I think think the kind of editing I'm doing is very subjective and it's probably very different person to person and I always want to make sure that the writer is 100% comfortable with the kind of editing that I'm going to give them. So I give a sample edit. Um, You would reach out to me on my website. I have a form where you can tell me all about your book. Then I reach out to you and I do a sample edit. And I would also do a consultation call for anyone who wanted it just so we can talk and make sure that, like I said, the kind of editing that I'm offering is what they need and what they want and what's gonna help them most. Um, It's definitely always my goal to help the writer meet their goals. So um, it's very important to me to have that like sample edit and consultation prior to so that we can make sure that we're a good fit. And on average, I know that every manuscript is different, but on average, how long does an edit take, um, you know, from the time that the author submits it to you until you give it back? And then are you doing just the one edit or are they coming back to you with revisions? Yeah. So right now I'm only offering the one edit. Um, In the future, I hope to kind of expand my services a little bit and do more of like a book coaching style, but right now I'm just doing the the one edit and then if they wanted to come back, we could work together again, of course. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, what was the second part of that question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, did, do you offer the one edit, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or do you do revision? So no, you answered me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought there were two, two parts to the question for some reason. So, and, um, and then I also ask you, well, I also want wanted to find out like what how do you know um how do you figure out what your fees are I would imagine you know I've heard editors come up with their fees in different ways how do you come up with the fee to do you know the the two levels of editing that you do uh yeah so um I do I remember what it was the you asked me how much time it takes me Um, oh but I yeah I'm sorry (laughs) that's okay I can uh answer the both questions kind of um so the fee I do kind of based on how long it's going to take me. So the like full edit where I'm putting comments in the manuscript is going to take me a lot longer 
So that one's gonna cost more than the just, I, I call it a manuscript review or a manuscript evaluation if I'm just writing the editorial letter. Um, so that's kind of how I'm, I um, decide on how much, how much I'm going to charge. Um, and right, I mean, my rates are pretty standard um, all the time. Like I, I pretty much have like just a standard rate that I charge. Um, as long as I'm comfortable working with a manuscript, then I pretty much charge about the same rate every single time. So. And then like like you had said, on average, are you looking at months? Is a good developmental edit. If somebody could do a developmental edit, is three weeks too short of a time or should it be longer? Do you know what I mean? I always yeah. try to figure out like how long should the editing process take? Yeah. So it really depends on, I think most people would answer the question, this question the same way. It depends on my schedule. So like right now I actually have a lot of availability in my schedule. So I would be able to most likely get a manuscript at, back in about three weeks, actually pretty much exactly three weeks, depending on the length. Um, that's like a normal, an average manuscript is probably 75,000 to 80,000 words. So I would say that would take me about three weeks. Um, but if I was booked months in advance, then you would have to tack on that extra time. Um, so I think that's why sometimes developmental editing will, it, it will take a really long time to get it back. It's either because editors are really far booked in advance or because they have to stretch the book out further because they have so many books on their schedule. Um, so yeah, right now I could definitely, I could do, I could do three weeks, but if I had a more busy schedule, it would take a little longer. And Mary, what is your website? So if somebody wanted to go and, uh, look at your website and, and reach out to you. Yeah. My website is just my name. Um, it's just Mary, M-A-R-Y and then E-N-O-L-T-E, MaryEnolte.com. That's my website. Are you on social media? I am as well. Yeah, I'm on Instagram at Mary Enolte. And I also have a writer's community with one of my best writer friends on Instagram and it's called The Writer's Grove. So I'm there as well. Um, and yeah, I'm mostly just active on Instagram, so. <laughs> okay, and what is The Writer's Grove? Is that a writing, a writing group? Yeah, so The Writer's Grove is, um, we just, it's supposed to be, yeah, we call it a writer's community. So we wanted to create a place where writers could connect with other writers um, in order to find critique partners, beta readers, or just like writing can be very lonely. So it's always really nice to have writing friends. Um, so we created this platform on Instagram where we feature followers so that people can get to know each other. We ask questions, we share tips on writing, um, and we're also doing an online writing workshop. Our first one's actually going to be in April, um, but we will do more. And eventually we, we really, um, our goal is to host retreats. So we're going to do writing retreats eventually. So that's what the writer's group is. Well, great. So you'll have yeah. to provide all the information so that I can put it in the podcast description so yeah. that if somebody's interested in joining the group, they can definitely do that yeah. as well as your website yeah. so that they can reach out to you for editing services. Yeah. Mary, thank you so much for being on the podcast and um, providing your service. I think editing is incredibly valuable to yeah. a writer and I think every writer you know sometimes it's hard to let somebody else take that work and edit but it, it will be worth it in the long run yes it is um, sometimes the ultimate vulnerability test of vulnerability to give your writing to someone um, 
So I do not take that lightly. I know, I know how scary it is, um, but it can be really helpful. And like I said, even sharing with a friend or something just to get some feedback is, a, it really helps your writing. Yeah, so. I would agree. This means that because you are a member of the book club, you are welcome to come back at any time. As a matter of fact, you're more than welcome to come back and talk about the writer's group yeah. as you do more things and as you expand the group that and help get the word out. You're definitely more than welcome to come back yeah. to the podcast and talk about it. Great. That would be wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bright Headed Publishing Patio Book Book Club. I have been your host, Kelly Morgan. We just wrapped up with developmental editor, Mary Nolte. Mary told us all about the editing process and why it's important and how she can help you as an author develop your book. All her information is in the podcast description. She just might be the perfect editor for your next project. Next week, another author, a new member to the book club. But until then, keep writing. <laughs>